Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. Hello and welcome back. This is Sister Stay. And this is Sister Veritas. And welcome back to Let Love Podcast. And I believe this is our last episode of the second season. I can't believe it. What are we going to talk about? Well, let love surprise you. And it's almost, I mean, I'm surprised that we're already here at the end of the second season, but it's just a delightful thing to talk about. I can't wait. Surprises? I love surprises. Me too. Have you had any surprises lately? I have had one. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) Was it one of the good kinds or like, because the Bronx holds many different types of surprises. Right, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And some are good and some are less desirable right right this one was unexpectedly delightful Hmm. yes i was um well you see i was going to collect wood okay Uh uh-huh what was that for (laughs) or should i even ask (laughs) no it's not a typical activity that we normally do um but we were having a bonfire in the back contained very Mm -hmm. good bonfire legal legal yeah official fire pit etc um, but I was going to collect the branches of a tree that had fallen and smashed one of our chairs <laughs> in an unexpected event. That was a surprise, It too. was a surprise. Uh, just a detour. That was... That was, that, was, that was one of the less desirable surprises. Yeah. I mean, praise God, we were we were spared of that. But it, it was a still evening, that evening. And we had left the area, and all of a sudden, the branch crashed down and literally smashed to smithereens one of the chairs. That was a less desirable It was. Surprise. Right. We have a sick tree. Right. So, yeah. So, We're praying for the tree. Yeah. Well, what happened this time? Right, right. So I went to go collect that wood. Um, and in that area of the yard uh, by the street, there is, we have like a dumpster area. It's like a small fenced in area where there's right. a little dumpster and trash like, containment. Trash, trash cans. And I'm walking, you know, with purpose and vigor. And then I look and I, <laughs> I just have to start laughing because in the trash area, there's a giant teddy bear. I mean, like, how big are you talking? Like, six to seven feet tall. Okay. Huge. Are you kidding me? Is he sitting there, and probably four of me could have fit inside him. Okay. He was huge. <laughs> and he's just sitting against the, in the corner with a big smile on his face, kind of like a little bit dopey, you know? And, um, like, okay. he had self-quarantined, you know? Okay, that yeah. is ridiculous. <laughs> I just couldn't... St- you know, it's like the laugh you have in public when you're laughing in public and you can't stop it? <laughs> that was what I did. But it was so surprising. It's the last thing I expected ever to see in the trash bin. A giant teddy bear. Yeah, it's like it's like you want to do, like, a newsreel. Like, you know, they do, like, the... <laughs> it's like, he's, he's big, but he's not bad. Meet Teddy. You know? <laughs> Gosh, I mean, did the sisters pray for that? I don't know. We wanted to, uh, we did want to pull him out of there and put him in the tree to surprise you later, but (laughs) we didn't do that. Well, uh, I'm grateful for the thought. Yeah. That uh, is a genuine surprise. It was so genuine. I just, I love it. But it was, it was like just added complete delight, you know? And I feel like that's what God wants to do to us all the time. Yeah. Is like surprise us with his love. Yes. And, and delight us. And, you know, like, let's let him. Amen, sister. Because in, in truth, there's never a time when God is not loving us. Mm-hmm. He is, he's loved us from all eternity, mm-hmm. and he's loving us into all of eternity. Mm. And it's never if, it's always how. Mm. 
And in a sense, I know as I've grown in the grace of awareness and learning to kind of tune in to notice his love, um, life gets fuller, deeper, richer, and it's a beautiful way to live. Wow. Because I think in a sense, uh, we all desire to live in love. Yeah. Amen. And letting love surprise you breaks oh, it open. Yeah. I'd love to, to dive more into it. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. You want to start with a prayer? I'd love to. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Lord, we praise and thank you for your goodness and your love. Uh, Lord, we surrender ourselves to you. We let go of whatever we're kind of holding on to too tightly. And we, we ask you, Lord, to create in our hearts um, the space to be surprised by you, to be surprised by your love. Uh, yeah, that you just open open us to this grace. We ask this in your name, through the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary, as we pray, Hail Mary, full of, full of grace, grace, the Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of the Annunciation, pray, pray for, for us. Send Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, sister, I love your prayer, and I love who you just tucked this whole thing. Thanks. Inside the patronage of Our Lady of the Annunciation, mm -hmm. because I was just thinking, in a sense, how did God come to us? Mm -hmm. How does God come to us? Mm -hmm. And if you look at the Annunciation, talk about letting love surprise you. Yeah. That God is all about surprising us. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, look at Our Lady. Here she is, a young, a young woman, mm -hmm. and... The Holy Spirit overshadows her. This angel Gabriel says, hey, you want to <laughs> participate in God's eternal designs for salvation? Mm -hmm. And she gives her yes, and boom, life is conceived, like in a virgin womb. Yeah, but not just any life. I mean, divine life. This is divine life. Divine life. Yeah. I mean, God incarnate, God taking on human flesh. No one could have ever thought of that or even dared to hope for that. That's a big surprise. Big surprise. Well, and I love thinking about this because this is how God, in a sense, God is always inviting us to be conformed uh, deeper into the image of his son. And in a sense that our lives become a living gospel, that mm. the very mysteries of Christ's life, of, mm. our, of Mary's life, um, are, are echoed within yeah. our yes, within our journey, our pilgrimage home to the Father. And, uh, and I think I let, I love this, uh, concept, let love surprise you because if we look to our lady and we look to how this all began, mm -hmm. um, when the word was made flesh, when God came to dwell among us and be with us, we see that it's giving space, yeah. um, that, that allowing love to surprise us mm -hmm. and allowing divine life to explode mm -hmm. into our lives and overflow into those lives around us, uh, we need to we need to give space. Yeah. We need to actually look for the surprise. Yeah. We actually have to look up and say, "All right, now what, Jesus?" Yeah. Which actually takes a lot of courage. It does, and it also takes a, a letting go of control to, mm. to a, in a lot of aspects of our life, you know, and let, giving us uh, our hearts the space to to expect that He wants to give us something new, mm. you know, and it's like to have that ready expectation, right? Like they, I've heard priests talk of Our Lady as, as one who um, lived so deeply the promises of the Old Testament and was ever expecting mm. 
mm. God's coming, you know, or God's new mercy. And, and wow. just that open posture allowed her to receive the biggest surprise ever known to the world. Amazing. Yeah. This expected hope. Yeah. Isn't that powerful? It's so powerful. When it is, it's a tremendous call for our, to grow in the pattern of Our Lady's holiness, Mm -hmm. to grow um, and ask her to pray for us, Mm -hmm. that we may be courageous Mm -hmm. in in letting it be done. Mm -hmm. And it is. I think you speak well, sister. It's it's a little scary. Yeah. It's kind of like, again, it's good to have plans and to to steward our lives, Mm -hmm. and yet also to live kind of with um, with not too tight a grip. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we do, he unfolds a masterpiece mm-hmm. of grace and of delight. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I want to crack this open. Where do we see this? I know, I, it's, a great, it's a great question, Sister. And actually, it makes me think first, even preceding Our Lady, but going way back to the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a multitude of stories of God surprising. You know, I think in Isaiah, he says, see, I'm doing something new. And it's like after every twist and turn and valley and rut, and it's like, look what I'm going to do, you know? And you see it in like Moses, right? This is a, you know, Egyptian, well, not really Egyptian, but Jewish. Pulled into an Egyptian family. Right, pulled into an Egyptian family, you know, kills a man, runs away, becomes a shepherd, you know, just doing his daily duty. Like he didn't wake up thinking his life is going to change today. And then what happens? He, you know, sees the burning bush, goes to examine it. God calls him. God speaks to him by name, loves him, wow. and, and then calls him to set his people free. It's like that was not on Moses' list of things, you know, as he's drinking his morning coffee. Right, his to-do list. Right. When he was brushing his camel down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's true. And so like that, or like, you know, you think of Sarah and Abraham, mm-hmm. right? The three mysterious angelic visitors who visit Abram, you know, and promise him a child, you know, and, and I just love the part in scripture and Sarah, they're both elderly. Mm-hmm. I mean, and what does she do? She laughs because it's ridiculous. <laughs> like I'm like, whatever, like 90, I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> That's a surprise. Right. Right. So, but, but then I actually love that part because God is like, says to Sarah, it's like, you laughed. And she's like, no, I didn't. And he's like, um, but you did, <laughs> but it's like, but then she had, she gives birth to a son, to Isaac. Um, or you think even, I love this actually, um, Joseph's brothers, Joseph of uh, the many colored coat, you know, um, and his brothers sell him to slavery in Egypt and um, and then the famine strikes the land and, it, you know, mm-hmm. and they're all suffering. But in the meantime, Joseph has become like a leader of the people and they, you know, they go eventually to beg for food mm-hmm. um, and they don't recognize him. But the surprise of when he reveals himself to them wow. and he's so moved to see his brothers with he's so moved with love and they're surprised by love mm. and by his mercy and how how even in the funny event of, of their sin you know god god took it and pulled a greater good out of it than could have than if it hadn't happened at all you it's know and, and like god surprising us with his creative mercy and love and and like i mean which you said before there are no dead ends in there's him. no dead ends yeah sister and i love that phrase creative love mm-hmm. because if we give this space he can do anything mm-hmm. that love conquers all and even here we go old testament if we skip to the to the new testament and beyond right mm-hmm. into the saints that are made mm-hmm. in and through 
letting love surprise them. Mm-hmm. So Cardinal Von Tuan. Oh, he's so good. He's amazing. I mean, this man, in a sense, um, he was a political prisoner um, of a communist regime in Vietnam. And he was uh, in, in jail, essentially, for 13 years, nine of which were in solitary confinement. Wow. If you can imagine. Wow. I cannot imagine that, sister. It, it's outrageous. It's like the worst... That's the worst punishment, to be alone. Truly, to d- we're, we are geared mm-hmm. and wired for communion and to deprive the human person mm-hmm. of communion and connection. It is, I think, the cruelest thing you can do. Mm-hmm. And yet, even in that, it's like he was tortured, he was mistreated, um, he was exposed to many sufferings. Um, and yet, I mean, he looked to the Lord. Even, okay, there's an article in the New York Times um, that... Uh, his jailers would often ask him why he was so happy. Wow. And his response would be, because I have faith in my God. And that his faith was truly infectious. In a sense, okay, I love this. The way he let love surprise him. He said he taught one of his jailers actually how to sing this ancient hymn called the Veni Creator Spiritus. Love that hymn. Love that hymn. Mm -hmm. Even as a nun, it's hard to sing. It's hard. that's That's a tough... It's hard. I could try now, but you wouldn't want me to. <laughs> right? It's hard. It's a hard one. And so Cardinal Bontuan is teaching his jailer how to sing the Veni Creator Spiritus, all in Latin. And um, he learns it. And one, there was a day that Cardinal Bontuan was feeling depressed, sad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love this. This is how God loves to love us, mm-hmm. that the guard noticed this. Mm-hmm. And so he then sang the Veni Creator Spiritus to Cardinal Bontuan. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? It's so moving. Even in that, it's like his whole life was such a testament to faith in the Eucharist, the mm. power of forgiveness, mm-hmm. um, you know, redemption. Even in a sense, um, you know, he strove to love those mm-hmm. that abused him. Mm-hmm. That's that is like I to the capacity to do that. That is love Mm -hmm. and the surprise of love Mm -hmm. because what is our natural inclination there one of his quotes um cardinal von tuan wrote that only christian love can change hearts not weapons not threats it is love that prepares the way for the announcement of the gospel and uh he quotes love conquers everything wow love conquers everything if we let it if we let it and this is a man who lived it to the core and and to the depths you know amen like amen and converted i mean i read too he's converted he converted a number of his guards and they became friends unbelievable it's amazing this is letting letting love surprise us even in suffering even in our darkest places even in those places where we think there can be no light no redemption Mm -hmm. uh no good news Mm -hmm. it's like if we give love space Mm -hmm. Let it go to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can transform other people's lives. You can live difficult things well. Right. It's always possible. Right. It's love tr- isn't always an option. It's true. And it and it's um, wherever there can be love, it's like the Lord will put it there. I mean, I actually think I, I studied biology before I entered. And one of the things I was struck with was that in wherever there could be life, where it was remotely possible, or even where it seemed like it wasn't possible, it would be there, you know? Like, even, oh. like, the, even like the deep, deep sea fish, the scientists were shocked. I, I forget what. It was the pressures are so high that they, they said there's no possible way 
anything can live that deep down. And so they sent like this robotic submarine mm-hmm. down to check and they were shocked. Huge fish, huge things. things that it's like, it's not, how is this possible? But it's like, like you're talking about God's love. Like even where it doesn't seem like it's possible, let him surprise you. They were shocked. Isn't you know? that so amazing? It's amazing. How we even see it in his creation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love this too. Like, um, even like kind of a jump point from that, but even letting life surprise you, like in places of, of sin, you mm. know, where we're stuck in sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think particularly of, of St. Matthew, the tax collector, right? Mm-hmm. Who, I mean, tax collectors in those times were, you know, Jewish people who had kind of sided with the Romans um, and exploiting their own people, right? And so they would uh, up the taxes and take the cut, you know, and they were hated. They were hated by all of their fellow oh. Jews. And it's it really just despised. And, um, and and you'd have to keep choosing it to living. You know, it's, there's a deliberate choice that I'm going to engage in this life. You know, so here's Matthew stuck, right? We don't, I mean, there's no sense that there's any, you know, desire for repentance or mm-hmm. change of life. And then Jesus, what happens? He comes, he looks at him, he says, come follow me. And Matthew, I mean, something happened. Wow. Matthew got up and he left everything and he followed Jesus. In a gaze of love. In a gaze of love. Like to be, and there's a the great Caravaggio painting, right? Yeah. Of, of Christ coming in and, and you see his, the light is amazing, but just that pointing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matthew kind of like me. But there's the experience of, um, he sees me, mm-hmm. he knows me, he loves me, even in my sin. Unbelievable. And then it, 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 it's, it's surprising because I think we can, we can become self-condemning. We can mm-hmm. just be in that rut. And then to have like, this gaze of love that actually like surprises you out of darkness, mm. it's stunning, you it's- know? Sister, I love that. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things yeah. about our God. Yeah. Is he actually seeks us. Yeah. There. He seeks to surprise us. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. And just surprised by his mercy. Like, I mean, another great, we might have talked about him before, but um, Jean Valjean mm. in, in Les Mis, you know, mm-hmm. and that moment, Incredible. and it's so well done in the, the, the film, but the moment when he's stealing all the stuff and he's caught and brought back and, and the bishop, he's like, oh, I gave it to him. You know, in that moment, just being so moved by mercy and surprised. It was, you know, he had no right, but he was, it was totally shocked. Surprised by love. Yeah. And the possibilities born of uh, love Mm -hmm. as it flows from the cross. Yeah. The victory that has been won there. Yeah. Um, Oh, it's so powerful, sister. It is. You know, it kind of reminds me of a bit of a funny story, actually, (laughs) because, well, and before the funny story, there's this this fabulous quote from Charles Pegue. You know, he's a, a, a beautiful writer, a poet, and uh, I would look him up. Mm-hmm. But uh, he said something uh, quite witty um, and yet powerful. He said, you know, there's something worse than having a wrong idea mm-hmm. is having a ready-made idea. Wow. And then he continues. He says, you know, there's something worse than having a bad soul. It's having a soul that's quite set in its ways or a soul governed by the force of habit. Mm-hmm. Um and he spoke kind of of habit um, as this this armor that every sword is dulled, and, mm-hmm. it, and especially the sword of love. Mm-hmm. Like, and not that good habits are bad, or that we shouldn't be creatures of habit because we are. Mm-hmm. But in a sense of 
being ready for these surprises. And again, this backs up a little story. I remember um, we needed to have the piano tuned. So we kind of did a cold call to this guy who was a piano tuner and he came and, Mm -hmm. you know, he's tall, probably six foot three, lean, just, you know, (laughs) lean bean, lean bean. Um, And so uh, he sat down and I was kind of just sitting there with him and, you know, I asked him, would you like a cup of coffee? He's Mm -hmm. like, oh, absolutely. So I ran and got him a cup of coffee and um, I just said, you know, gosh, you know, how did you get into the piano tuning business? And he's like, you know what, I'm a jazz pianist. I've played jazz piano, like, for decades. I'm like, oh, that is amazing. That is amazing. And so he was kind of telling me a little bit about his career. Fascinating. I love this stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was a, you know, he was just so delightful to be with, had some great stories. And he's like, yeah, you know, uh, but there was one time where my beat, like, my beat was off. (laughs) And and for a jazz pianist, like, that's like. That's terrible. Terrible. That's the end game. I mean, that's just the worst thing that could happen is your beat. Right. It's the one thing. It's the one thing you need. Yeah. And so he's like, I was trying to figure it out. I couldn't figure it out. And so I went to the doctor. And he's like, doctor, like, I mean, this is a true story. I'm not making this up. I believe you. He's like, doctor. He's like, I, my beat's off. And the doctor was like, you know, this is kind of a new problem. Like, I think this is the first time right. he dealt with a jazz pianist whose beat was off. <laughs> and um, he's like, I, you know, I don't know what's going on. Uh-huh. You know, I had, I had my beat and then I lost my beat. Um, <laughs> and I'm driving the guys in the band mad. Like, you've got to help me out. Like, he, you know, his career is... Right, that, right. That you, can't, you can't play with this kind of stuff. No. And so um, so the doctor's, like, going through the questions and doodly doots. And uh, at one point, he's like, all right, you know, um, do you, do you drink, you know, do you smoke? Do you drink alcohol? Do you drink coffee? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like... You know, no, no, and oh yeah, I drink coffee. And the doctor was like, "Well, how many cups a, a day do you drink?" <laughs> and the, the jazz pianist sat there for, you know, just a, a good reflective uh, ten seconds or so. And he's like, "You know, um, I don't know, like uh, probably like thirty to forty cups a day." <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that could kill somebody. <laughs> well, basically, oh he was gosh. he was living off of coffee. Oh my gosh! And so the doctor. You know, like, I don't know, he was a man of, he was reasonable, and he's like, you know, well, maybe, like, maybe cut back, like, you know, 15 to 20 cups, you know, see if you can pull it back. Sure enough, as this jazz pianist dialed down his coffee intake, right, um, which was hard, you know, um, he had to reach out for new things, um, he got his beat back. Praise the Lord. Now, this is where, make the jump with me, in a sense... I was just thinking about this jazz pianist and I was thinking about my own life and I'm like, you know, there are things that I reach out for habitually Mm -hmm. that can really dull or distance me Mm -hmm. from the beat of love Mm -hmm. that is the Lord, from the, um, the desire of love, the conspiracy of love to break into my life, Mm -hmm. to surprise me and, and naming those things. And so it's, it is, it's like, Letting love surprise you, I think part of it is being willing to let go of other things so that you yeah. can have open hands ready to receive love. Um, and so naming those things, like what what numbs um, my heart's awareness of mm-hmm. God's love? Mm-hmm. What turns my gaze away mm-hmm. um, from looking for the Lord, noticing him in and throughout my day? Yeah. Um, what drowns out the voice of the Lord? Mm-hmm. You know, is there distractions I engage or... Uh, do I need to do I need to pull in a little bit find mm-hmm. find deeper silence um, but we want to we want to keep the beat 
Yeah. Uh, the father's love. Yeah. You know. Um, I sister, I love that story. <laughs> Isn't it fabulous. It's so. I mean, I cannot even imagine. First of all, I can't even imagine drinking that much coffee. But <laughs> I think one cup would kill me. But it's like, Are yeah, you serious. I I believe you. I love it though because it's um it's almost too like he was like surprised at the solution. Mm-hmm. Actually, like it's not rocket science. Mm-hmm. It's like this simple like. Oh, like there's nothing yeah. actually wrong with me. Yep. It's just like, oh, I yep. just need a little more space. You need a little more space. Maybe maybe eat a little more. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, even sister, I love. Yes, it's it's simple. I remember mm. I was uh, I had a retreat director. This is ten years ago, early in my days as a sister, and I remember this. He's actually since passed, and he was uh, he was a fabulous priest, and mm-hmm. um, he's like, you know, sister, he's like, just dial it back about fifteen percent. And I remember being so shocked because I think growing up in this culture and, Mm -hmm. you know, this time, it's like it's you're ever striving, you're ever reaching, Mm -hmm. you're ever just climbing, you know, you're just Mm -hmm. trying to pull down the next thing. Mm -hmm. And I can't even tell you how much that advice, Mm -hmm. that wisdom has helped me. It's like just dial it back about 15 percent. And I I honestly, when I remember that, it's like I find rest mm. i find space i mm. find myself mm-hmm. i find a, a freedom to dialogue mm-hmm. with god mm-hmm. um talk to him mm-hmm. you know be aware of where i am rather than just kind of running through life and to the next thing just dial. or if i'm feeling tired interiorly i i remember to say that to myself you just dial it back 15 mm-hmm. percent mm-hmm. um and it helps you tap in it really does i i love that it's it's letting go i think because like you're saying, like often we think we need to figure it all out. We need to be in control. We need to have all our ducks in a row all the time, you know. And again, yes, there's a there's a goodness to you know living an ordered life. But it's like we're not in charge. Actually, mm-hmm. God's in charge. Mm-hmm. And when we can actually live in that posture, like God, you're in charge, mm-hmm. and I'm your beloved son. I'm your beloved daughter. And what does a good father do? He surprises. You know, and it's like, um, mm-hmm. and not the bad guy. I mean, Jesus says, you know, what good father is you, the child asks for an egg and you give him a scorpion. Like, that's not the surprise our father gives us. He gives us delightful things, right? Things. And it's like even, I mean, I, again, I just, I love nature and creation. But like, if you want to... God has a sense of humor too. Like mm. he, he likes to have fun, yes. you know, and to, to trust that, like to, to expect that, you know, he wants to give us fun things and delight us. And like, even looking at nature, like the kinds of flowers that exist, like even orchids alone Unbelievable. are amazing. Look it up. It's like, there's like the um, flying duck orchid. There's the <laughs> blessed Virgin Mary orchid. There's the bee orchid. I mean, they actually look like these things. Like, he had fun with that. Mm. He wanted to surprise us. You know, you just imagine the first scientist discovering this. It's like, <gasps> wow. What is that? Awesome. You know? It's the platypus. A- like, he has so much fun. Seriously. Bringing us joy. The llama? I'm not even... <laughs> two weeks ago, I was I was at a little petting zoo, and there was a llama. And, like, I just went up to the llama. <laughs> the th- I mean, first of all, they're hysterical. Yes. Second of all... I mean, this llama. I mean, it's it's they they rumor that they spit on you. This llama actually spit on me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not You're kidding. You're the first person I've ever met. No, <laughs> I'm serious. I was like, he had an authority problem. I went <gasps> up over there and he like spit on me. He like literally right in my face. I'm not even kidding. You. No respect from the llama. I'm shocked. I know. I was too. I was, I was like, it's for real. It's Llamas f- actually do spit on you. That's funny. 
Yeah, he was having an off day. That's funny. He got to get his beat back. That's funny. But you know, too, sister, you were saying, like, the ordered life. Ultimately, what you learn is that the ordered life is the life that's ordered by love. Mm-hmm. And it's and at the service and giving space to the primacy of mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. and receiving the gift of love that God holds for us each day. Mm-hmm. It's Amen. delightful. Amen. But I wonder, sister, before we go... Before we go. Do you have any fun thoughts, challenges? Yeah, I do. Uh, before we go, I, I love what you said about dialing it back by 15%. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think my challenge would be to myself and to all of us to be able to um, identify the place in our life that we're kind of like, yeah, going f- full 150%. Or like we're just kind of, I don't know, white knuckling it or have excess control or mm-hmm. whatever. And um, just allowing God into that place. Mm. Um, and even, even praying a simple prayer like, Jesus, surprise me here with your love. Mm-hmm. And letting him, letting him in there. And then, you know, as you're saying, trying to perhaps dial it back a little bit, but, but inviting him into that place. How beautiful, sister. Yeah. I yeah. love that. Yeah. Hmm. And another thought I had. Yes. <laughs> um, but even to identify any situations in your life that you don't know how to deal with, like a difficult relationship or a conversation you need to have or whatever it is, um, and you don't have the answer to. Mm-hmm. Just to ask Jesus, like, Jesus, surprise me here love with it. your love. Come into this place. And I know you're going to do something. I know you're going to do something. You do it, you mm. know? So I think that's, that would be my second challenge. Oh, I love it, sister. It's yeah. like what we receive when we just ask mm-hmm. for what we need. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Well, yeah. before we go. Yeah, what do you have? Well, I think I want to hearken to just the personal love of God and the mm-hmm. personal nature of it. And I think if you ask any of the sisters, um, they we love talking about this, like yes. the personal ways that God loves us. Mm-hmm. And I would just encourage um, everyone today to say, Lord, give me eyes for the way that you're loving me personally today. Mm-hmm. Um, or even in the midst of a, of a, of a rough day. I remember... There was a day it was like, oh, just was going all wrong, right? The world was against me. I just, mm. I just you those know those days? Those are hard days. Yeah, those are really hard days. <laughs> and I remember I'm like, all right, you know, I, I'm going to go for a walk. And I did. I said, Father, like I just asked God the Father, I'm like, I need you to show me your love. I, mm. I just really need you to show me your fatherhood, your love. So I went for my walk, and, and that helped, you know, mm-hmm. to step back. And then when I arrived back, we had actually, in the midst of my walk, received a large donation of pies. Wow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and usually standard apple pies, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you usually mm-hmm. would get. That's the, usually the overflow from the bakery. Mm-hmm. But amidst all of these apple pies, and I'm talking like 50, wow. there was one mini pie, mm-hmm. and the the crust on top was a cut out of it was a giant heart that's awesome and the flavor of the pie was rhubarb wow which i have never seen heard tasted a rhubarb pie in the bronx yeah um but for me it was this incredible gift of personal love because Mm. um growing up my father had the hugest rhubarb patches and he was so proud of them and it was always it was dad Mm. right like Mm -hmm. rhubarb translated into father's love and um and you know my father has since passed and just to receive this little pie giant heart filled with rhubarb uh that was the lord that's awesome it was the lord loving me and cutting through and surprising me wow uh, with his love and he does this every 
day mm. and it's it's we are able to perceive and receive it mm-hmm. as we yeah pull it back 15%, mm-hmm. ask, as you were saying, sister, mm-hmm. and look for it. I love that. That is actually a really moving story, sister. Amen. It's, it's real. It's what our Lord loves to do. Yeah, I love that. But now, sister, it's, it's crazy. We're wrapping up uh, season two. Yeah. We're going to be back soon, but we're going to take a little break for the summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to kick back in August. August 24th. Okay. So see you then, August 24th. So we can't wait to be with you. Yeah. And I've just so enjoyed yeah. the second season. Me and, too. Um, yeah. Just know of our love and prayers. Definitely. All those listening. Definitely. Um, how, how intimately connected we are in, in Christ. Amen. And how much we, we carry you with us. Very much. Yeah. So do you want to close in a prayer? I would love to, sister. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Father, we ask for every grace of openness and receptivity. Jesus, share with us your receptivity to the Father's love. Um, Holy Spirit, make us alert and uh, sensitive to the gift of love that the Father is seeking to pour out upon us today. We ask for every grace and blessing, uh, to be surprised by your love, Father, in the places we need it most. And we thank you at a time for your blessings. As we say, glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Be forever. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, yes. Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Blessed summer. Amen. A gift to be with you. See you soon. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.